Good afternoon. Welcome to Why Is This a Thing? Will Smith edition. <laughs> yeah. April of Will. It's the no. April of. Oh. No, we're not. No, 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 no. no. Don't I wasn't serious. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> Get my wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, we took a week off last week because the three of us did a live stream of the Oscars and we figured that's enough content for one week. Uh, hope you guys got a chance to tune in live or watch the replay. Mm-hmm. If you did, uh, well, congratulations. You were there for the best Oscars ever. And if you went to bed early, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, listen, it was a three and a half hour Oscar with less categories being covered yeah yep. somehow yeah uh, and what, what was crazier the will the smith first two slap. hours sucked oh they were so bad but honestly the will smith slap or the fact that we were making a joke all evening long about han zimmer being cut and then when they got to han zimmer's category he actually didn't show up that's a funnier moment i would say for sure <laughs> that was actually lost in all of this shuffle a, was that moment does anybody remember the fact that dj Khaled? Stormed up on stage. Oh you remember God, that? That's right. Everyone forgot about that. I am convinced he that was not planned because he wanted to have his own moment. And then the the greatest joke of the night is that is that it gets stolen away from him by Will Smith. How about the fact that Coda <laughs> won Best Picture? Oh yeah. How about that nonsense? Uh, I don't. Re- no one's talking about the next day. I don't remember what won Best Picture. I yeah, I, just, <laughs> I know right over my head. <laughs> I, one one fact I do remember from that night was Nico, you won. The Razzies game. I did. <gasps> yep. About uh, time. Round of applause for me, everybody. Even, even more. <laughs> Just need to take one more victory lap. Even more shocking, perhaps. Mm. Uh, Adam, you disastrously lost. I know. Completely. It's a horrible out. performance. Flamed out. I was, I was quite embarrassed. I you know. beat you. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, like geez. MJ on the Wizards. Yeah, Adam. I mean, I, what what the hell happened there? I don't know, guys. You lost was, your touch. I was getting ambitious. You know, I was trying a new game. You know, new new drink. Were you it not was... ghosting during the uh, the, the <laughs> Razzie game this year? I'm too scared of those weird bug monsters, guys. They smell your pheromones. They did. They, I, and they're strong. Those pheromones. <laughs> they smell yeah, those around all. the block. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Here, here, here's the thing: the 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 dirty little secret about my approach to the Raz is that I have no strategy. Mm. I just, it's just, I just go for it. It's just blind luck, swinging for the fences. And three years in a, that's pretty good odds. Three years in a row. I mean, I, I don't know. Has it been only three? I feel like it was more than three. Feels like it, but no, I think it was only three. Yeah. Okay, I need to go back and do the stats on yeah. that. Yeah, I won three mm. times in a row just because I said I don't know that one. Well, I'll tell you what, I've won zero. I've won zero in a row, zero ever until this year when I won my first Razzie game. And, uh, you know, it, maybe we're maybe we're a little behind the eight ball on this. I, I, I had mixed feelings about doing a Will Smith movie this week because I definitely did want to explore not only his career, but also his personal life. And it felt like <laughs> After Earth was the perfect intersection of those two ideas. Okay, but I kind of feel like I don't know. We're a week and a half away. It's weird. I'm watching the show, and we were live. You can see our reactions. You can see us, you know, break down the film frame by frame in slow motion. 
<laughs> and I was convinced, as I think you two were, that it was the craziest live event we'd ever seen ever. My stance on it now is that it's still the craziest thing ever. It's still the most amazing television moment I've ever seen. Yeah. That being said, I'm not convinced it's a good thing. Well, <laughs> I, I love yeah. how polarizing it is. Like, I've never seen so many people so sure that one guy is right and the other guy is wrong. Yeah. I don't think it's, I mean... No, I mean, I, like, there's, I, I've seen, like, 50% of people say Will was right, and I've seen another think, 50% yeah. say Chris Rock was right, like, with, and there's, there's no, I haven't That's even heard point. anybody offer a middle ground opinion no, on this thing. No, 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 no. The most was, middle ground I, yeah. has been, well, celebrities are stupid and we should ignore this whole thing. Sure, that's that's sure, the only sure. middle ground opinion there's been. Yeah. I, I was thinking about this, like... Is it closer to the just the um, I'm sorry, Kanye West, Taylor Swift thing? Is it the Janet Jackson Super Bowl thing? I think it's closer to the 2016 election. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just in the response, like the vitriol, not necessarily oh. the ramifications of it in the uh, real world, okay. but the way that people are just like hoarding into their corners, the way that they're, you know, we're just. Becoming oh, so tribal, the, ho- and the hostility it's around vi- it's, it's a very hostile thing, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It, you know. And obviously, you know, that's every news event. That's you know, a random Tuesday in October will you know elicit the same reaction as the election these days. Um, but yeah, I, like I, I don't think I was prepared for the way that this just took over the culture for an entire week. And it, at the same time, like. I'm kind of fucking done with it. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm kind of sick of it. Yeah, me too. And, uh, you know, I, I am, of course, in the in the pocket for these things more than anyone. But I don't know. It's been a week and a half. It feels like every corner of culture has sort of been, you know, dissected for for some sort of, you know, some sort of hot take. Like we talked about it in terms of comedy. We talked about it in terms of like interpersonal relationships, in terms of violence, in terms of marriage, in terms of celebrity, in terms of the Oscars itself. Like it's it's just been an abyss. It's been an, a never ending abyss of takes on this. No, that's why, though. That's yeah. exactly why it's lasted so long, because it's one of those events that's like once it happened, it asks you to it forces you to cause a lot of these questions about the characters themselves that were a part of the event right. less so than even like like the Janet Jackson thing where it was just a fuck up or maybe it, it, the, the most you can get is like maybe Justin meant to do that and fuck her over yeah but like whatever this is a little bit more of like we thought we knew the people but maybe we didn't yes and and then you start doing like detective work about what happened building up to it and like look at his reactions and, look at the 2016 yeah, joke that yeah, Chris Rock yeah, said yeah, yeah, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, watch right. all of the red table talk episodes on facebook precisely to learn it's about, also yeah, and, yeah. you know with with jada having a condition will smith standing up for his wife and then the free speech side of things the professionalism side of things it really does elicit so many questions and responses and and also <laughs> it's two of the most famous people on the True. planet involved yeah. you know what i mean i will it's say like chris jk simmons tickets. got up and did this shit you know it's <laughs> will great. smith did this at that the is so funny best <laughs> actor chris- will smith it's it's, it's, it's yeah it's yeah. winner uh, right and the speech too the, the speech afterwards just added a whole other layer and then the apology the next day and then what's chris rock gonna say on stage in exactly. boston this week and the ticket sales have shot up and now yeah. he's resigning from the academy it's crazy uh, yeah and that's the thing too like it's 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 not only famous people it's not just like you know, random TikToker getting into a feud. This is not a Jake Paul event. Mm. This is 
Will Smith, the biggest actor of the last 20 years, period. And Chris Rock, who is in the top three or four most famous comedians ever. Yep. And it, right. It was, it was a crazy thing watching it. I mean, it's still like, it, it actually gave me a similar reaction to, man, Donald Trump is president? Oh my God. <laughs> like, it was like, it was Jesus. kind of like that That's in my intense. head. That's intense. You know? I kept thinking about like how how petty it must be for for Will Smith. Like I was thinking about um, Don Rickles making jokes at Frank Sinatra being involved with the mob. Yes, and I'm just like Jesus Christ, Will Smith. <laughs> Polly Combazzo <Yeah. laughs> sends his regards. Well, again, Bambino Bombazzo, <laughs> two bullets in the head Thursday. It, it gets weird because you'll be dead in the morning. <laughs> it it, do, it does get weird though because had Chris Rock made fun of Will Smith alone. I don't think Will would have cared. It's because he made fun of the guy's wife. And that's where things get weird. Yeah, but he... Okay. Yes, he did. Will Smith was laughing during the joke. He laughed at the joke. If you're to chart Will Smith's uh, emotional state from the start of the joke to the end of the night, you'd be convinced he's a psychopath. Yes. Honestly. He is a psychopath. That's decided. Absolutely. It's fucking nuts, man. (laughs) Uh, But Jada... Is also kind of a psycho. They're a probably more a psycho. Crazy couple. By the way, I don't feel the least bit fucking sorry for her. No, <laughs> I don't. Absolutely not. <laughs> I had I had no idea. By the way, they were in an open relationship. Well, that depends who you ask. That was oh really? I think it depi- depends which side you <laughs> ask. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, well I think she one says of them's in an open, open relationship. Yeah, I think one of them's in an open relationship. And oh, he says Will's- yes, honey. <laughs> I'd love to ask the kids what they think of this whole charade. Oh, the kids are. Apparently, they're like also quite. <laughs> All right. Do you want to just do this? Let's just get into this. Okay. So for my uh, my Razzie win, I chose the film After Earth, the M. Night Shyamalan directed Will and Jaden Smith starring After Earth. By the way, Jaden Smith top build in this movie, not his father. Yeah. Pretty crazy to think about in 2013. <laughs> Uh, because I wanted to sort of unpack this family drama a little more. Now, by no means am I a scholar in the 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 inner workings of the Smith family. <laughs> I, I've watched a couple clips from the Red Table Talk show the last week just to sort of see what was going on here. Uh, I, and I I think that this movie is very instructive. What? It, yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> no, get into it. No, I was gonna say, frankly, Nico, I don't think After Earth is the the best source material to figure out the ins and outs of the Will Smith family. Well, I mean, I guess they're airing all of their dirty laundry on the internet every sort week, of. So yeah, you yeah. could just check that out. Just check uh, Twitter. Right, <laughs> dude. It's crazy. Like Willow is like polyamorous now. She's like talking to her mom about like how much sex she has. Wow. And they're just airing it on Facebook. It's just uh, it's red table talk, man. Dude, and not not usually my thing. Like, I'm not like a big like celebrity gossip guy. Mm. You know, I just sort of like I I dabble. I'm sure you used to be though. I used to be. There was a time, <laughs> but I've sort of you know, I, I've tried making the most of my life and trying to enjoy other things. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I watched a couple clips. Red Table Talk. Jada Pinkett Smith naming names of the men that she slept with. <laughs> naming names. It's crazy. Who are they? Any uh, notable? Some one? guy named August or something. Oh, that's the one that uh, um, the mom. Why am I forgetting <laughs> Jada? Yes, Jada Plinkett Smith. Oh, what's what the what the fuck's the daughter's name? Willow. Will. G- okay. Yeah. 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 I know that. Yeah. That's the whose friend is 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 Austin again. 
It was like one of the the one of her Austin kids. or August or August. What? God damn it, August. It's like it's like uh, Jaden's best friend or something like that. Isn't that right? Someone on Twitter suggested that Chris should have said, "If that's how he's like in March, you should see him in August." Uh. <laughs> As a response, kind of wish the joke was better. You know, kind of wish he had like a real zinger afterwards. Oh, really? Don't you think so? I guess. Like in that moment, like don't you kind of wish like the best possible joke? I keep sure. my wife's name out your mouth. Better keep some names out of her mouth. You know. <laughs> All right. Other that, I've heard that joke already. From her. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said like he he like I don't know if he started mouthing it or started saying like I could I could I could like I could say some shit right now, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. Kind of wish he did. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Chris Rock's too nice a guy. Whose side are you on with this whole thing, though? I'm sorry. I'm I'm doing the whole which side are you on question. Well, immediately. But... Well. Because I, I almost did a video on this and I decided against it. I, I, I can offer some small opinion on it. Go uh, ahead. I, I, like, I agree with everyone. This is very stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, too. it was extremely unprofessional for Will Smith to do that, obviously. But mm-hmm. for everyone acting like, oh, we don't condone violence. Like, this was not <laughs> violence. This was a slap. Yeah. Can we, like, yeah, I know. can we calm the fuck down and not Jed act Apatow like... being like, you could have killed him! <laughs> Yeah, like, that was ridiculous. Everybody needs to tone it down, acting like this was like some very aggressive. It was clearly one slap. He sat back down. It, a lot of pearl clutching going on. Yeah. So, I, like, let's all chill. And, you know, like, it's it's we, we've said this for years. All right. We've we have stood up for comedians making jokes. People should not be canceled for being a comedian. Right. No. However, we have also said, and I think there must be a recording of us saying this somewhere. As a comedian, you should always be prepared to get punched in the face for your joke. <laughs> We've said, I believe, those exact words. Yes. And uh, yeah. this is one of those cases where it's like you make fun of somebody's family directly and they're in a position to react. Was the joke worth getting punched in the face for? No. <laughs> but was the reaction appropriate, though? No, obviously no. not. But he's a yeah. psycho. I yeah. mean, these people. Okay, here's my thing. <laughs> and, and this is a little bit of wisdom that I can sort of impart, given okay. my very limited life experience. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I have never been on the Will Smith side of a conflict. I have been on the Chris Rock side of a conflict. Mm. I've definitely been punched in the face over jokes before. That is a thing that has happened to me in the past. So, like, my gut reaction is to always gravitate towards the Chris Rock side of it again as a fucking puss that makes stupid jokes about people's significant others I'm I'm more you know but I will say this the times that I've been punched in the face for making jokes about someone's wife or girlfriend or whatever I deserve that shit I definitely deserved it yeah I definitely fucking I it warranted a slap so like I do think there is a lot of pearl clutching going on where this is something that happens in bars all the time. Mm. And literally every single day, people are saying stupid things after having a couple rounds. And uh, and they get punched in the face for it sometimes. Yeah. But the difference is, at a bar, you get thrown out. They kick you out when you get in a fight. And there are yeah, no they don't exceptions. give you best actor. <laughs> no, they don't let you explain, oh, you know, so-and-so has like a great speech coming up in 20 minutes. No, you get thrown out of a bar. And you and think Keith should have been thrown out? I do think that yeah. this this incident exposed that no matter how much money you have, no matter how much influence, 
no matter how many hit movies you've had in the last 20 years, <laughs> and no matter how many fancy dresses you wear on the red carpet, this event is actually worse than a random dive bar in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Do you know what I mean? Like this, the Oscars at the Nokia Theater or whatever they're calling it is actually less classy than a random dive bar that you go to on Thursday night. And I think like that's what it exposed to me more than anything else. I was not outraged by it by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, I laughed at it. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you would never trade places with those people and you wouldn't want to trade places with those people because they're fucking nuts. Yeah. Okay. So that's I saw I, I saw a clip recently of uh like the nineteen ninety-three Oscars or something. It was just showing the red carpet with all the people there. It seemed so much classier. Mm. It actually seemed like I mean you're seeing like some of the greatest of the greats up there. Yeah. And now I don't know, it just it, it looked different, it felt different. But you know what? It all, it was always that way. You think so? I, I yeah, I do. I think like there were some women getting diddled in the in the oh, green room. Oh my god! I mean, absolutely. I think like that. You know what I mean? Like that's that is one thing we have learned consistently over the last ten to twenty years in in pop culture in Hollywood is that yeah the 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 glossy sort of facade yeah. breaks down very quickly. It's not real. No, none yeah. of it's really real. They certainly well, that's the industry. The industry is yeah. is convincing you that you that are is. someone that you're not. Right. Exactly. Right. And occasionally some guys sneak through, you know, Tom Hanks sneaks through, uh, Denzel Washington sneaks through, who was somehow the MVP of the Oscars last week, you know, (laughs) yeah, who had like the line of the year, Uh, you know, some uh, occasionally there will be like a good guy like or a Meryl Streep that sneaks through. But for the most part, yeah, these are reprehensible people with with issues that you would not wish on your worst enemy. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. I don't know. That being said, I wish the joke was better, Chris. <laughs> that's what that's what this is all about. Yeah, the joke, yeah. You know, well, that's what really makes it tough. Is like, here's the thing: yeah, if the joke I, was funny, there would be no question who was in the right. Sure, sure. Because yeah. the joke sucked, that actually is the biggest. I'm not sure it was. It's a it's a terrible joke, but is it really like that bad? Where it like churns your insides and you have to get so mad about it in the way that he did? I don't know. It's just a lame. No, joke. no, it's not, it's not about getting mad. It's just that the joke sucked and it came from yeah. Chris Rock, who's one of the best comedians of all time. He made a it was shitty lazy. joke. It was lazy. It was. Yeah. It, it was lazy. It offends me as a comedian. It's one of those. Right. If it was yeah, a good yeah, yeah, joke, yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't be mad at the guy. If it's a good joke, you can't get mad at someone. And this is definitely something we've said in the past. Yeah. The line is not set in stone. The line depends on how funny the joke is. Yeah. You know, the the amount that I'm laughing dictates where you put the line. There's and that's why there's nothing over the line, there's nothing, you know, within the line. It's like it's constantly a moving scale based on how much you can laugh or how much your the audience is laughing at that moment. Mm. Don Rickles, his entire routine was racial comedy. Like just <laughs> racial slurs uttered in front of Oftentimes a very white audience, sometimes a diverse audience, but everyone was laughing, you know, Um, it it depends what you can get away with. And I guarantee you, Don Rickles version of that joke is better than Chris Rock's version of the joke. And he would have handled that entire situation much better. You know, it, 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 it all depends. Like you can, you can say some pretty nasty things, but if it's phrased in the right way, if it's presented in the right context, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you can get get away with a lot, but you have to do the work. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you can't leave people with, you know, 
did he know about her alopecia? Did he not? Like, yeah. you know, like what exactly did he know? At what moment was he playing on that? Was he really commenting on that? Like, you you got to do the work. You got to know who you're making fun of. You got to know where the sensitive spots are. Like, he could have gotten away with some gnarly shit about their marriage. Because I think Regina Hall said something to that effect earlier on in the show. She made a joke, you know, a sort of really? about, you know, their marital difficulties. You can go there, but you you better make sure that you have your bases covered and that it gets the biggest laugh. You know? He also, I, again, la- last thing I'll say on this is like, you know, people were arguing, you know, would he have done that to Jason Momoa or The Rock? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> Would he have true, slapped yeah. him? Probably. It's like, no, probably. You know, but, it's, you know, different. Definitely not. No, Chris Rock's a foot shorter than him. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I do feel bad for him because he was like bullied a lot as a kid, too. And I'm sure like there was like this big flashback. To, uh, you know, the he stayed classy. He, he did kept his composure. Job, keeping it together after that. Yeah. Kept the show going. So, yeah. Kudos to him. I think I probably would have rather had uh, uh, Chris Rock as the as the Jaden Smith character in After Earth, frankly. That'd Let's be get a, to it. That'd be a better movie. Yeah. Let's you know, got to be honest what? with you, Nico. Yes, I feel like you wasted your your pick here a little bit because yeah, you I probably actu- could have convinced us to do this movie anyways. Uh... <laughs> yeah, see, I actually uh, agree with this one for a number of reasons, and this is why I should always win these because my choices. <laughs> I could have gone harder. More is that what you're saying? Way harder. And this I is mean, part Adam of my... went pink flamingos in the first year. Should I? Will you give me another bite at the apple? Oh boy, I, potentially. Potentially. Okay. Because we gotta. Because this does extend into my thoughts on the movie, right? And why I thought like, like th- this was your choice. Yeah. Um. I well, I I don't know. Like like do do the intro. <laughs> Talk about the movie. Okay. So <laughs> after After Earth is uh, a film that Will Smith made with his son Jaden Smith and M Night Shyamalan in 2013. This is in the wake of, uh, I guess, uh, Pursuit of Happiness and Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. Which were Jaden Smith's two big vehicles. Uh, right. I guess in 2013, Jaden Smith would have been 15 years old. So, you know, still a kid, still a minor. <laughs> and this was all, you know, at the period of time where Will Smith, I, I think, was ready to rest on his laurels. You know, he at this point had not made any major flops. I guess he made seven pounds. I Which, mean, he did make Wild Wild West. Right. But Wild Wild West made money, though. Did it? Yeah. that It wasn't... Obviously, that was like a, a a critical bomb, but I'm not sure it was in terms of money. I don't know. I'm curious about that one. But, you know, it was still at the top of his game and was like, I'm going to make my kids movie stars. It was a scheme to get his kids famous. Right. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. this is explicitly like, <laughs> daddy's going to get you into the acting industry, yeah. son. Exactly. Even though I... Did did he need to do this for his kid at this point? Well, I don't know. I listen clearly. This is why I wanted to talk about this movie today. Will Smith is uh, an empty human being, yes. and I feel really bad for him because it, he's a person that I think everyone loved at at least one point in their lives. And uh, like, I'm not sure he knew how to be a parent, <laughs> it, it, other than to just say like, "Hey." Willow, you want to be in a movie? I'm going to buy the rights to Annie for you. Right. Which is what he did. And Willow ended up dropping out because she didn't want to act. Or in this case, like, hey, son, do you want to be a movie star like your dad? 
I'm going to buy the karate kid for you. You know what I mean? Like it is, I'm going to drive you to softball practice on steroids here. Mm. And this is where I think everything starts to break down for this entire family. It seems like one of the issues is that he gives everything away to his family too freely without no, nobody has to work for anything. Yes. And it doesn't build character. (laughs) <laughs> right no discipline involved in this seriously one, no. i mean when you look at like yeah. nicholas cage who didn't even want to be a coppola he wanted to make it on his own right mm-hmm. yeah. right and look at that man <laughs> look at him now look at him now <laughs> but this is this is an instance too where it's like i don't i don't know it's it is really kind of sad to watch because you do see uh, it's like a it's like a cliche it's like a living cliche to me at this point where it's like here you go son this is what I did and it's good so you should do it because I know it's going to be good for you when it's I don't know it's clear to me that Jaden doesn't really want to be doing any of this I don't know let me exp- let me uh, read this quote here from Will Smith uh, I think this was in 2015 he said this we generally don't believe in punishment Will Smith says of his parenting style with Jada from the time Jaden was five or six, we would sit him down and all he has to do is be able to explain why what he did was the right thing for his life. And we just let him do it. This was the movie, infamously, that led to Jaden Smith filing for emancipation from his parents. This is a thing that happened in the wake of this movie. For years, it was thought of as kind of this joke. I think like Jaden and Will went on ellen together and we're kind of joking about it and Jaden was like yeah all my shit at the house is free why would i want emancipation for my parents etc mm-hmm. etc and i think will and jada tried framing it as we're giving this to him for his 15th birthday yeah we're gonna give him freedom from us at the age of 15 oh my god uh, but years later will talked about it and it was like yeah after Earth was one of the worst decisions I've ever made, not just for myself, but because I instructed my son to do it mm-hmm. and I led him down this path. And at that point, he sort of sort of lost trust in me and filed for emancipation. Now, ultimately, that didn't end up going through and he ended up living out the rest of his childhood under his parents uh, guardianship. But. What three more years? Yeah, it was three more years. It's like whatever. But this is where this is where shit really starts getting bumpy, man. Oh, with this family, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. This this was some bad shit. Uh, But again, like, like I said before, this is just not the life that you want for yourself. You know, where you're such an unadjusted parent that you're buying your kids' rights to major film franchises and putting them in the starring role. And they want nothing more than to file emancipation from you. <laughs> Those are the kind of stakes we're talking about here, you know. Over this movie too, and that's the <laughs> kicker here. All this drama over this movie. He took a lot of shit for this movie, Jaden. Took a lot of shit. Won the Razzie, there, I, I think. That I, I do remember. Yeah, it was like that was a year where people were thinking like i remember at the time when karate kid came out yeah. people were like man this kid jaden he's got you know maybe he's gonna be like one of the next big things and this movie came out and both will and jaden's careers have never recovered not quite no yeah i mean well won an oscar i guess but box office yeah, but i still yeah, right. I, I gotta be honest with you i don't when i think of will smith i do not think of a good actor no anymore yeah no, anymore not not, i do really. not because yeah. in all of the roles that I liked him best in were also comedies, so I don't really consider him like a serious actor. 
That's true. Yeah. I mean, he's good in the pursuit of happiness. I'd say he's really good in pursuit, yeah, pursuit sure. of happiness. But and Jaden's good in the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's sort of the interesting thing about that one, too. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think he's. It's not like Will Smith can't be a good actor. It's just like, I, I guess you could say for the majority of his career now. Yeah, you only do really think of him as kind of a bad actor because <laughs> what was it was it was the nineties, yeah. which was his his peak, and then just kind of well, I don't know, like well, and even a lot of his best Legend. movies, yeah, but it's like well, yeah, he is good. In I he's Legend. really good in that yeah. movie. But yeah. Even a lot of his best movies, though, I I feel like I kind of like don't care about anymore. That's true. Men in Black, I Am Legend, I Robot. Really good. I robot he's okay. Yeah, but I don't, I don't care about any of them anymore. I'm over Hitch it. was like a huge movie. Remember how big Hitch was? Uh, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Like that's a movie that no one else could have made that a $300 million movie other than Will Smith. Like that was a massive just like bro comedy. Out of nowhere too. Out of nowhere yeah. in 2005, you know? And then there's Shark Tale. <laughs> <Good movie. laughs> Isn't, wasn't that one a bomb? <laughs> I guess Hancock is where it starts, right? Yeah, because Hancock is just so mediocre to I me. I like Hancock. It's it's not terrible. But it's like it. fine. It's, give but me yeah, that over any MCU. It was out of left field. Years. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was pretty boring <laughs> for the most part. But Seven Pounds, Men in ba- Black 3. Which I actually like. <laughs> uh, then he do- I haven't seen it. Then he does Winter's Tale, Focus in 2015, which is fun enough. Mm-hmm. Concussion, Tell the Truth. Tell the Truth. Not that good. Suicide Squad, awful movie. Very weird because they didn't like market that movie as a Will Smith movie. No, I remember that being odd. That was the well. I guess After Earth was really the first time when they tried making Jaden the star. Yeah. But Suicide Squad, they didn't like. He was barely in the commercials for that movie. Yeah. Well, because I think yeah. I mean, After Earth was kind of a stain. I don't think they wanted to. <laughs> but massive hit still. Well, After Earth, Suicide Squad. Oh. Uh yeah, made, made money. Big movie. Big movie. It's not because of Will Smith though. That's because it's a DCEU film, and people wanted to see these characters for the first time. Hey, the Joker's in it, and Batman's maybe in it, and then Harley Quinn's in it. It wasn't because of Will Smith. Collateral Beauty, Major Bomb. Yeah. Bright, not a good movie, but huge, mm. huge on Netflix. One of the movies that sort of made Netflix the power player that it is now. Then it's Aladdin and Gemini Bad and Spies in Disguise, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, like, dude, this is a very. Mi- but then we get to an Oscar, so like you know, it's an obligatory Oscar though. Like it's a very mixed career. It's a good performance in, in the though. past, like you know, fifteen years. Yeah, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Um. But on the topic of After Earth, um, yeah, first time, first time seeing it, and part of the reason I'm I'm a little annoyed by the choice is because. Okay, this is another one of those movies that's been billed to me for years and years as this massive, horrible train wreck of a movie. Yeah. And then I see it and it's just boring. It's just boring. Right. Right. It's yeah. just boring. It's not, it's nothing. It's, it's not technically even... fine. Yeah. It's uh, all right. No, it's not right. No, it's not right. No, it's okay. Oh, stop. No, it's what a bad with movie. That but accent. It's... Hold on a second. Let's start here. It's all right. No, Let's start it's with the wh- accent. Yeah. Not good. It's terrible. They left our guy Jaden out to dry on this one. It's horribly so, miscast. In they bo- hung him out to dry. I don't think Will Smith's any good, and I certainly don't think Jaden's any I good. I kind of like Will in the movie. No. I kind of think he's pretty good in the movie, no, guys. He's, he's, now, obviously, they're not like letting him be Will Smith, but I think he's okay. He can't it's help. Also, you know, I, I think any movie where it's like, all right, you have to act like you have no emotions. That is the biggest cop-out. 
he's not the right. You're person not acting. To do that. Some people can be very compelling. Ryan Gosling does it extraordinarily well. Like, yeah. But that, like, that's you know, it's a very hard uh, role to cast. So why don't you start by not casting Will Smith, who can't help himself for Christ's sake? It's just right. a dumb idea. No, he's horribly miscast, dude. He does not work. <laughs> Isn't this work. Is the most dull thing I've ever seen? Uh, and Jaden as well. Yeah, it's just like he's I don't, not good. I don't know what you're doing in this movie. Um, I, they shouldn't have made him do the accent. Yeah. They, they just let him talk like Jaden Smith. Like, what is this like future? Like, what is it that like, we've evolved to now? Everyone has the same weird accent. Like, Basically. there's no more American accent, I suppose. But like, some people in the movie are just doing their normal speaking voice. One of the guys is doing his like Nordic voice, right? You know, that actor from Game of Thrones is just yeah. you know Tormund Giantsbane. Yeah, right? yeah. Is that who that was. I love yeah. that actor. He's great. It looked yeah, like good. him. I don't know if it was that same guy. Probably yes, was. It was. Yeah. It okay. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They only had one vowel in this movie. There's only one <laughs> vowel, and it was uh. Yeah. Seriously, if yeah. you want to mimic the accent, you have a drawl, and and every vowel is uh. Sir. Hey, father. Father. Sir. <laughs> I must defeat the insects. <laughs> now you're doing walking. <laughs> What's the yeah, difference? Kinda. Yeah. 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 Like I don't know. This is this movie. It's not good accent work. No, I'll give you that. No, but but, but the. <laughs> It also felt like a really cheap Dune ripoff, which is why I also thought it was appropriate <laughs> to talk about it this year. Okay. In a way, I, I, so in, in certain areas. I just thought like it was a ge- very, very, very generic sci-fi ad- adventure movie. Yeah. It's, it's not even interesting enough to be called horrible. It's just... I know. It's just boring it's not good but like it's it's like whatever i forgot about it it's underwhelming yes yeah it's it's also perhaps the most repetitive feeling movie i've ever seen like the editor of this movie must have been losing his goddamn mind for the for, for the way he was cutting back from okay what's the next shot i guess we'd show jaden smith running in the woods mm. how about after that uh will smith in a chair Okay, interesting. What about after the chair scene? How about Jaden Smith running in the woods again? <laughs> <laughs> what about that? Uh, go back to the chair. What do you oh, now it's darker. We're going <laughs> to put it's the lighting down. I am only picturing shots of Jaden Smith running on logs in my head right now. That's the entire movie. What do you think of the choice to put America's most charismatic movie star in a chair for 90 minutes i'm cool with it <laughs> go ahead. I, I will say you're, you're Listen, kinda... there is a, there is a universe where we're yeah. where we're calling this movie bold sure <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> that decision is just but i do think like it's interesting on a meta level knowing what we know now about the smith family and I'm, this is not really a defense of the movie more so as a defense of it as an artifact but the idea that will is you know, force feeding this life to his son and is trying to pass the baton and he just can't do it. You know what I mean? Like, Uh, and who knows if it was actually Jaden's choice. I mean, when you're 13 years old, you don't really have any choices. Like, you know, like every choice you make is wrong. And what, like, (laughs) yeah, right. So to to say that he made a choice to be an actor is not really fair. Um, But it is kind of interesting. Like Will's like, this is the only way I know how to be a dad. I'm going to, get my son a meeting at Warner Brothers essentially and he's going to be the star of this new franchise and there's going to be spin-offs and toys and novels and comic books and 
as much as he tries to like teach him how to be a man, teach him how to be an action star, he can't fucking do it. And here's Will sitting there with a broken leg the entire movie, confined to a single location, and he has more charisma, more raw charisma in in those limited scenes to when Jaden is fighting aliens and yeah. scaling walls and climbing volcanoes. Like, well, I think it's interesting, interesting on that level, at least. That's true. It's also interesting because this movie is written... Uh, Literally in a way of the actual story of Will Smith and his son. Yes. Yes. He's I am the biggest guy ever and you are trying to follow my footsteps and uh, here I am. And the only difference between the movie and real life, if you don't succeed, we both die in the movie. He succeeds. But in real life, he fails and they both die. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? It is really sad. No, you can only look at this film as an artifact to find anything interesting or compelling about it. Because if you, you know, anyone coming up who who doesn't care about celebrity drama that's just watching the movie, they're just going to be like, that was the most boring thing if I've ever seen. If you didn't know who Will Smith was, yeah. you went into the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, man. Or who M. Night Shyamalan is for that that's, matter. That's even then, like, I was like, really, M. Night? Yeah. It's like, I'm not like mad at you, but like, dude, come on. I don't think this movie is his fault. Can I say that? Well, well I, I think we've all said, so I, I think that whenever M. Night Shyamalan writes his own movies, they're better, right? No, they're worse. Or is they're it the other way, way around? Well, I don't know. This is the only movie that he didn't have a, a pass at the first draft. I mean, he, he has a screenwriting around here. Well, I don't know, Nick. I mean, this is the only example of a movie that he didn't really have creative control over in terms of the script. Yeah, you could say like, and this is the other problem with M. Night because he's, if you were to make that argument, like what happens when he writes his scripts? Well, he makes the sixth sense. What else happens? Well, I guess he also makes the happening. Yeah. It's like you you don't really have any, you know, proper ground to judge it on. That's the issue. Yeah, I'm not sure we have a big enough sample size either way. That is something that I've definitely heard and it's something I've said in the past too. Like maybe like I would love to see him do like a neo noir mystery. Yeah. Like I would love that if the, just like a really smart like True Detective. Like if he did a season of True Detective, how fucking awesome would that be? Yeah, that'd be great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I. But that's not M. I mean, M. Night was, you know, given the moniker of next Spielberg in the '90s, and he kind of hasn't given it up since. And. You know, if he wants to keep writing his scripts, who are we to say otherwise, you know? We're also forgetting, though, that this is a story that was written by Will Smith. Right. Yes. Not, not the screenplay, but the, yeah, so, the original right. story was. I, yeah. one, of the, one of the biggest red flags here is that he wrote this movie and is starring in it as himself and his son. And that's always a bad idea because it, for, from that point, you're not coming at this from the approach of who is the best writer we can get, who is the best person we can cast in this role. Mm-hmm. We're saying this is a Will Smith product. And it's like an ego par- project, yeah. yeah. Very rarely how Hollywood works, yeah. anyway. But so. yeah, it's it's not a good way of doing things. No, that's generally how movies are made. Is the way that this movie was made. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he came up with this idea while watching a- an episode of the television series "I Shouldn't Be Alive." Which was that on like oh, on TNT or something? Or I what? used to watch that one a lot. What channel was that on? I think it was TNT. Yeah, you might have been right. I, th- I, I want to say either that for the Discovery Channel for some reason. Oh, Original Network, Discovery Channel, and then Animal Really? Planet. Wow. Okay, cool. Oh, so, wow. So Will Smith was watching an episode of that show and was like, oh, this should be like a a father-son like road trip vehicle almost. And like one of the... <laughs> 
the characters is going to get in some sort of mortal danger. And he brought it to the screenwriter, uh, who I'm blanking on the name of, but it's a guy that has worked on a lot of things, veteran Hollywood screenwriter behind After Earth. His name <laughs> was Gary Witta. Gary Witta, uh, who came up with this future dystopian vision for this movie. Um, and it became that. But the entire time, it was meant to be a Jaden Smith, Will Smith vehicle. Mm-hmm. you know. And M. Night was brought on coming off of The Last Airbender, coming off of The Happening, coming off of Lady in the Water. Three movies that didn't really bomb at the box office, but were pretty much universally loathed. And, you know, it's it's interesting. When you're a guy like M. Night, or even if you're a guy like Michael Cimino, you get a couple bites at the apple after you fuck everything up. Like, a lot of people think, like, you make one bad movie and you're gone. But you really get a couple movies afterwards to kind of, you know, figure it out. They think that there might be... Because there's so many fucking movies made every year, you know? That wasn't the case with Michael Cimino. Yeah, well, he still made a couple movies after. It wasn't, like, big-budget Hollywood movies, but... Basically, no. Basically, no. He got, like, no one... I don't think a lot of people even know those movies exist. Yeah. What I will say about M. Night is that they definitely know that those movies exist, and they... Because they continued to be successful, strangely. Right. So... So, M. Night got another bite at it, but again, it was in a weird time where, you know, he's not making quality movies, but he's also not losing us a fortune on the budget... (laughs) So let's pair him with Will Smith and hope for the best. And it it was the moment where I think not only America, but also M. Night himself realized that I've lost my way here. Yeah. And I need to do something radically different. And I I, I think just recently he did a lecture at NYU. And I'll, I'll read the quote for you right here. This is from a 2019 lecture at NYU. Uh, M. Night uh, publicly disowned his films, The Last Airbender and After Earth, calling them junk movies. He added, I did a couple huge big budget sci-fi movies. Uh, There has always been this inexorable pull to join the group, a constant seduction in the form of whatever you want to tally, in the form of money or safety, ease, not getting criticized. I did these movies and I rightfully got crushed. Because they said you don't believe in yourself and don't believe in your own voice. And if you don't believe in your values, oh, and you don't believe in your values, I I felt really lost. It just didn't work. There's something Darwinian about all of this. So it was after that he decided I'm going to only finance my own movies now. And there's going to be something at stake. I'm not going to do other people's material. I'm going to do my own material. And if it bombs, I lose my house essentially <laughs> and that's when he does the visit and it and this nice i don't know back half of his career this reinvention with uh split and glass and and old um so yeah it's a real it's an interesting turning point i think will's going one way and m Knight's going another way both of them sort of hit their nadir right mm-hmm. um but both i think responded in different ways oh yeah yeah i think m Knight won this one <laughs> anyway i don't know yeah. m Knight. Not awful direction. I don't know. There's some interesting shots. No, there's not. It, but it's but it's on. <laughs> but there's <laughs> no, there's not. But there are. Um, it, there, it's not. It's like competently made. It's the most yes. uninspired movie I think he's ever made. That's what I'll say about. Fair it. enough. Yeah. So the whole, and that's what I'm saying. It's just it's just dull across the board. Everything well, he was certainly not passionate about the project. You can tell. 
Okay, there's one thing that I liked about the film, and that was James Newton Howard's score. I think it's fine. I like. I, I generally like James Newton Howard's scores. I think they're very like economically done, like like visceral scores that work, even if they're not necessarily like the most memorable things in the world. But this one had a slight edge to it that I was cool with. If it didn't have that score, I'd be like, yeah, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! How about the shot of like the bird pulling him away, and you get the point of view of the ground I, I think i fell asleep during that scene <laughs> and uh, yeah. the shot of like will touching the wall of the spaceship and feeling the asteroid storm coming uh, i don't know the reveal of the alien at the end <laughs> i didn't hate it i don't know i think i did all right i don't know the opening monologue i kind of uh, like this movie in the opening I monologue, like I warned you guys this was coming. I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, You're full of shit. In the opening monologue, Jaden is like, "But we weren't alone." And <laughs> I, joking, so I jokingly just went that I just went aliens because Michaela was in the other room. And then the next words out of his mouth were, "The aliens came," and I just fucking <laughs> lost it. It is funny because I was like, I could write this script. Yeah, the opening is not good. It's no, horrible. It's, really, it's one of the worst examples of that that I've ever seen in my life. Well, I've complained about this many times before. Like, just the gobbledygook in the exposition. Like, you know, Dune does this, but a lot of other Dune does it do well, it. though, man. I'm sorry, just but you have a... all these words. I'm going to fucking Whatever. If it's compelling... I'm tuning out, though. If it's compelling to listen to, I don't care. Fear it's is not the mind killer. Yeah. <laughs> in this the, movie and in Dune. Literally. Yeah. This movie, yeah. yeah. No, but in here it's ridiculous <laughs> and it's stupid. And it's not well performed. That's the other problem at all. It's bad accent work. Yes. I agree. Also, like the CGI in the first twenty minutes really is bad. horrid. Yeah. It is horrid CGI. Yeah. Uh yeah, a lot of this is another thing that M. Knight needs to realize. He's not a great director of action. That's one thing. Like mm-hmm. he does mood. Sure. And, you know, like he does mood very well. Creepiness, actually. really. Suspense. Well. Like, he's really good at that. That's why he, his horror yeah. movies are really good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he but he doesn't do action and he doesn't really know how to work with a budget. Like he doesn't really know. Lucas was the same way. It's like if you put these guys in a box, like they're really good at getting their way out of it. But mm-hmm. you give them these unlimited resources and you shoot the entire thing on the green screen it just the lighting was really bad. The way that the characters were framed was really bad. Like, mm. you know what else? Yeah. Will Smith is not an action star to me. Huh? I think he thinks he is, but he's well, America not. Have, certainly thinks he is, but he's not though. Yeah. I, I kind of see what you mean. Yeah. He's not, he's not good at action. He doesn't, I mean, even I Am Legend, you're not compelled because he's a badass. He's not fucking Vin Diesel. You're compelled no, because he is lonely in that movie. I, you know what I mean? One of, things, one of the things I'll say about I Am Legend. He's really good in that movie. Yes. You should have got an Oscar nomination for that movie. Yeah, I he's actually. really good in the, it. That, that movie's line. awesome. That, that might be, that's probably his best movie. He's almost better than the movie, though. He's really fucking good. the 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 argument, I guess you could say the 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 rage scene, the there is no god scene, is oh, such a good yeah. scene with Alice Braga. Oh but again, god, like you're scene. thinking back, like are you dude, compelled by him? Dog, dude, are you compelled by him fighting vampires? Are you compelled by his acting? 
in that movie. And I am compelled by his acting in that. But here's the other thing about that movie is that that's one of the rare occasions for me. He's one of these actors where it's hard to not see Will Smith. I actually kind of buy him as this troubled, very, very lonely guy just trying to survive in New York. And I, the, the Will Smith of it all starts to fall apart. And I don't get that here. I don't get that with a lot of his movies. And that's part of the reason I, why... I don't buy him as the man with the gun in like Suicide Squad or in this movie. I see Will or... Smith with a gun. That's what right. I see. I see Will Smith. With I see a guy, guy who build? usually is it his physicality? Is he too like tall and lanky? Is that what it Maybe is? Maybe that's part of it. I just yeah. Well, I I think part of it too. He doesn't really have that Clint Eastwood hard edge to him. Mm-hmm. In the way that it, even like a guy like Mel Gibson, who I consider to be a really good action star, has that clearly because he's like this in real life, has this like very hard edge, this 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 like bad boy guy on a chopper sort of image. Mm. Whereas, you know, Will, his entire career, his entire persona has involved manufacturing this family friendly persona. You know, it, it's 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 all very manicured and very safe. And it's like he became a a a, uh, a multi-platinum rapper by doing family friendly rap lyrics, you know, by like not swearing in his rap songs, you know, and right. then did Fresh Prince and then did, you know, Men in Black, all just very safe, family friendly things. And, you know, I think he works in that context, but it's really hard to break that. Mm hmm. Clearly, he just broke it at the Oscars this week, and (laughs) I'll be very curious to see where he goes from here. It's going to be very interesting to see the types of roles he does next. Is he going to get any roles? Well, he'll get some. He's He's still one best actor. Yeah, Yeah. his career is not done. But if they take away his Oscar, (laughs) because they've been talking about that. He might be done doing Men in Black type movies, though. He might be done doing Hitch. You know what I mean? He should be. I mean, he, I, I honestly think he should have been done with that for a long time now. Right. You know, and he hadn't quite figured it out. Right. What was the first time where he actually, like, figures out, like, maybe I could be a little better than that? Yeah. Is it I Am Legend? I don't know. I guess. But, so, but anyway, to your point, though, Nick, it, it is kind of tough to buy a guy in this movie who is supposed to be emotionless and supposed to be, you know, a, a blank slate of a person who exudes so much pathos, you know? Now... I think in this case, it actually kind of worked because the scenes where he fucking goes for it and like, you know, he's 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 barking instructions to his son at the end without his son able to hear him. I actually think is actually pretty sweet and tender. I'm not going to lie. I kind of got choked up at the end when he stood up and saluted his son. But like, I don't know. I, I, I get what you liked mean. it more, though, I if like mean. this character who's supposed to be like uh, emotionless and in control starts breaking down actually when his son is in mortal danger he doesn't yeah right if they let him go for it it would have been a lot more compelling Mm. it's just not again they 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 got the they got the seatbelt on him they're they're definitely he's got his hands tied behind his back in this movie but also even by his own movies all of the movies where he's sort of an action star either suck or they're not good because of the action Hmm. yeah that's probably true yeah so he's not an action star and, and him doing something like Men in Black or iRobot and then convincing himself, oh, maybe I'm an action star because I did that movie. It's like you missed the point completely. Well, yeah, but those aren't action movies, really. I mean, yeah, right. But is, then, but... So how did this how did this idea that he could be an action star even come to exist? I don't understand. Yeah. He turned down the Matrix. Think about that. Yeah. There's he a... was offered the Matrix 
Have you ever seen the YouTube video of him explaining why he turned it down? It is pretty funny. (laughs) It is really good. It is really funny. And that was... Who is he supposed to be? Neo. Neo. He was Neo? Yeah. I'm glad he turned it down. I honestly think good thing for for both his career and Keanu's and for the Matrix itself. He he turned it down to do Wild Wild West. And for years, that was considered the big misstep of his career. But when After Earth happened, it was like... Yeah, this was another bad one, but I also dragged my son into it. Yep. It's so it's so silly, though, because, again, I, I don't think The Matrix would be as good with him. No, probably not. No. You know yeah, what I mean? There like, is an, pe- there people is an energy like, Keanu brings to it, yeah. Right. People act like, in retrospect, oh, The Matrix would have been good if you put anybody in that role. Like, I'm not sure that's true, yeah. But you're going to throw Danny DeVito in as Neo? Oh, that was a big misstep of Danny DeVito's career was that he didn't take the role in Neo. Like, you know, there's, he's not right for the role. Keanu is underrated in it. Yeah. There is a mysterious award to someone like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Right. Sometimes, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I don't think Will Smith would have, you know. And he's not an that. action star, Will Smith. So it would have sucked. That movie is an action movie through and through. Get him, PP, right back. He, oh, my God. God. Again. What the? F- oh, God. I hate this running gag. He's not actually going to pee, guys. <laughs> that That's the little behind the scenes. Yeah. He just leaves. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to get a bag of chips. Eats yeah. it in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking for his cat earlier. I was hoping that the, the cat would be joining us on this little recording here. I was worried you guys could hear my cat. He's just sitting here in the window chirping at the birds. He's ch- He's <laughs> chirping at the birds? Yes. Yes. Your cat can chirp? Wow. My cats do that. They, they're like, they're like, uh, <laughs> out the window trying to trying to get the birds to come over to them cats when they make noises is the funny i just i love it so much it cracks me up abby's cats especially that like one of her cats is just the funniest meow every time he does it even when he's asking for food and it's like i should give you food dude but god it's so funny to listen to you meow <laughs> my that. cats are very vocal that's that's good though you know is that a good thing actually what's the scoop on whether, whether cats vocal or not what does that mean um, we talk to our cats, yeah. so they're vo- so they're vocal. That's okay. I think all it means. That's all it means. Yeah. What's the thing that humans do that cats realize? Oh, you're, these people are being dumb, and we need to help them. There's a, there's a very specific act that humans do to cats that they're like, what do you, what the hell are you doing? I think I like remember. in general, like cats don't meow to each other. They only meow to kittens. So when cats are meowing at you, it's because they think you're a big dumb kitten. Ah, I think that's exactly okay. Yeah. All right. I see. I see what you. That's how it works. Interesting. How's your pee? Uh, very pleasant. Good. Mm, that's good. Nice good, good, continuous good. stream. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it usually broken up? Yeah. That's not good. It's not good. It's, good. <laughs> it's usually a stutter. It's a. St- it's like a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cock it like. This. <laughs> well, nice. I won't go there. Oh God! <laughs> I do cock you, my cock. Do you, do you cock it, Nico? <laughs> uh, should we talk about the Scientology element of this? We're an hour in. We haven't talked about the Scientology element of all. Yeah, this. let's do it. Scientology. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so there has been a rumor floating around Hollywood that Jada and Will Smith are Scientologists. Uh, it, it was never confirmed by the couple, but in 2007, uh, the two of them donated to several Scientology organizations, uh, like $122,000. Uh, he also helped fund this private school in New York, 
uh, or sorry, in California, called the New Village Leadership Academy, which was founded on the teachings of L. Ron Hubbard. Oh my God! Um, and I think he's been asked about it several times, and he said something to the effect every time of "I'm a student of world religion." I follow all religions. I look at the teachings of all religions. Now, the difference between Scientology and all those other ones is that Scientology is a pyramid scheme, but and not a religion. Uh, not a <laughs> yes. religion. But uh, yeah, student of all religions. So I think like whether or not he is a practicing Scientologist and Scientology is responsible for his career, uh, he has dabbled in some of the teachings is interested at least in the major tenets of it he's got a few books got a few books Mm. probably has read dianetics Mm. i would imagine so this movie comes out and a lot of people see it as the scientology rumors are swirling and they're like oh wait a minute (laughs) this shit sounds familiar (laughs) and yeah this idea of a person freeing themselves from their emotional state, you know, uh, burying their fear, burying their lust, you know, whatever the idea of suppression and sort of like, you know, actively thinking away your problems is one of the tenets of Scientology, specifically Dianetics. Sounds Uh, like Dune. (laughs) Kind of. A little bit. Scientology is Dune. That's right. Yeah, Scientology is just a big Dune thing. Yeah. What? T- wait. What came first? That's Trying to find question. the Kwisatz Haderach. Is that yeah, what's all about? <laughs> um. So you know. Th- so that that's essentially it, in Scientology that that process is called going clear, and that's where the docu- the Scientology documentary from a few years ago gets its name. Um. And there's also this idea of like you have to climb up the different levels you have to level up through the religion that's where the whole you need to prestige is that what you're saying right that's where the whole sort of uh you got to bring in 10 members below you yeah and then if they bring in 10 members right 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 so you know you start your teachings and you're given like a stack of books and here but like we're not going to tell you all the answers we're going to give you the answers in 10 years and then by the time you get to the the answers and you read them and you're like this is fucking lame you're so pot committed that you just keep going along with it um, so yeah, a lot of people think that some of the thematic stuff is inspired by Scientology. There's also the the volcano that Jaden climbs at the end of this movie is one of the the iconic images, I guess, of Scientology. It was on the cover of one of L. Ron Hubbard's books. Um, and yeah, this idea of like a constant sort of assessment. The um, I, I think in the Master it was called processing. Yes. Uh. The idea that you're constantly sort of taking, um, you know, evaluating like a a person's progress. Yeah, I, like this has never been confirmed. A lot of people have just sort of speculated. There have been a number of critics that presented this reading of the movie. Some people buy it. Some people don't. I do think the end of the movie challenges some of those readings just because it, like will and Jaden decide to stop doing what they're doing at the end you know what I mean like they do like Jaden conquers his emotions and ghosts quote unquote um at the end of the movie but and he says I want to go work with mom right instead mm-hmm. right and Will Smith's character had previously said he was planning on doing the same right and he's like me too like I'm ready to just leave this life behind so I at the end of the movie, they do sort of embrace and they learn to love each other and they learn to sort of 
sit with their emotions as they are. But I do think it's kind of interesting because the the big Scientology thing, and this is going back all the way. Remember that interview that that Tom Cruise did with Matt Lauer on the Today Show? Oh, yeah. Remember where he's like, psychology or psychiatry is a pseudoscience. It's a pseudoscience. You know, he doesn't believe in like drugs and whatever. I that That's sort of the... Yeah, that's sort of the crux of all of this. The idea that you have to think your problems away and you can meditate your bipolar away and you can, you know, you, <laughs> you can every, everything can just sort of be overcome through thought. Uh, can you think away cancer too? Is that a possibility? I'm not sure what the Scientologists think about that. I'd love to ask them that question. Yeah. So that's probably like a level 12 oh, answer. Probably have they to want get your to- way up the. They're like, we'll tell you if you if you if you take this little course. We'll say, Adam, we'll tell you the answer to that question, but you gotta get uh <laughs> you gotta get ten of your buddies to bring in ten of their buddies to bring in ten of their buddies. Which one of us would be the most susceptible to Scientologists? Obviously me. <laughs> uh, but what, what do we think uh, what do we think? What do we think of this reading? I I think there's enough ties to to convince me of something at least, you know. And you could also argue that ending is maybe an M. Night Shyamalan choice. Who knows? Yeah. He did also help write the thing, the actual final screenplay. So any- I do think M. Night's sappiness does come through in a lot of moments. Where I think without, <laughs> you know? To a degree, yeah. Like, all of his movies are about, like, families reuniting, broken families, fathers that have left. Like, there's so much, you know, so much of that in there. E- even, like, his worst movies are very sentimental and yeah it did feel like the third act of this movie in particular like you said was very m night influenced i would agree yeah maybe yeah. i don't know yeah I maybe mean, they weren't it. supposed they... to quit this emotional thing where this holding in their emotions and that was an m night decision right possibly so yeah. maybe m night decided to take the scientology out of the film right at the last all right. It's a Scientology movie. I'm convinced. There we go. Yeah, I think so. And <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a Scientology movie, and M. Night did not understand that. And nobody <laughs> had the heart to tell him. I would believe that, yeah. <laughs> Danger is real. Fear is a choice. To be like, so, M. Night, uh, we're, we're trying to make a, like a Scientology film. Yeah, yeah, sci- science fiction. Yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably exactly how it was. Yeah, he had no idea what it was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've read about. Dune. I read Dune. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know <laughs> what you're going for. <laughs> Ooh, if M. Night did Dune, that would be an interesting movie. I'd, I'd watch that one. <laughs> Not as good as uh, Denis, though. Not even fucking close. So we probably don't need to waste our time. <laughs> but I'd be curious. I'd be curious if, if uh, uh, M. Night touched anything, honestly. <laughs> Let him do a Spider-Man movie. M. Night is one of those guys. He, You know what he did? He did the Ben Affleck thing. Which he went so far down into the abyss, yeah. like he was in timeout for so long. He found his soul. Yeah, by the, yeah, yeah, exactly. He found his soul, and now if you try making fun of M Night, it's like, what the fuck's the matter with you? What are you picking on M Night for? To a degree, I don't know if that's M Night rules, Adam. No, I don't know if that's entirely true. M Night rules. No one liked old <laughs> except for you. I liked old. I fucking love <laughs> old. Old slaps, dude. It's entertaining, but it sucks. One of the best movies of last year. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you wish. <laughs> it's fucking great. Okay. Old rocks. Calm down. <laughs> Can I take us on a weird tangent right now? Sure. Why the fuck is Morbius doing so well? Because it's a Spider-Man movie. Have you heard about this, though? How well is it doing? Way better than, like, Sony thought it was going to do. Oh, my God. Really? (laughs) Uh, That was supposed to be a a 
January movie, wasn't it? Was yeah, it I mean, they were just trying to get it in theaters and get it out of their get it in the past. They wanted to move past this movie. Well, supposedly uh, 30, it's 39 million opening weekend. Number one. All right. Well, apparently, it's, I mean, it's, geez, it's not competing it is, with much. Apparently, it is God awful. Yeah. Jeez Louise. I'm not curious about it at all. I'm not either. With you. No, I will not be seeing it. There was a time where I'm like, you know, anytime Leto did something, it was at least worth discussing, <laughs> even if it wasn't worth seeing. I'm a little tired of the Leto thing, though. I don't know. Me too. It's like me too. House of Gucci just killed it for me. It's like, eh, all right, yeah, I, get, I get it, I get yeah, it, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I, 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 I had watched uh, the little things afterwards, and I was just like, I feel nothing. <laughs> Every time he's on screen, it's just like, wow, wow, this is not good. Let M Night do a Spider-Man movie. What do you think? I'd be fine with that. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Give him, give him a shot. <laughs> Let him do Venom three. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <And> Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah. well, well, I won't be seeing Morbius, but I might be seeing Sonic the Hedgehog too. I know you're very excited about because that because I love. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog is the best movie ever made. You ready for Tails and Knuckles? That's right, Tails and Knuckles. Knuckles voiced by Idris Elba. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Wait, what? If Knuckles is voiced by Idris Elba. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Knuckles. <laughs> 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 fucking Idris Elba is playing a red echidna named Knuckles. <laughs> or you can go oh. see uh, Ambulance. Am- oh, shit. I forgot about that one. Yeah, where every shot is by a drone. <laughs> every <laughs> shot is done by the, the, the world-class pilot, like drone pilot or something like that. Uh, I thought, what if I filmed a movie like the OJ chase scene? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, like, I kinda, that's Michael Bay right there. What if the film I, is like, like OJ driving in his car? I kind of want to see it just to see how ridiculous the cinematography is and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll be batshit crazy. Yeah. I have a few uh, on my list. Seventeen percent for Morbius on Rotten Tomatoes. That's bad. God awful. I haven't I haven't God seen seventeen percenter in a long time. Yeah. For a movie that's made thirty nine million dollars opening weekend. Yeah. Because they started juicing the Rotten Tomatoes numbers, didn't they? What do you mean? Like they started getting lenient in terms of what was considered fresh and what was considered rotten. Oh. Like wow. it, like if you gave a movie like two and a half stars, that was considered fresh for you. Okay. Where back in the day, it wasn't necessarily that. I see. Um, they were a lot harsher with their criticism early on. Yeah, yeah that's true. Right, yeah. well, not necessarily that, but at least how Rotten Tomatoes would categorize, you know, a fresh or a rotten review. Seventy percent's low. That is who, bad. who bought Rotten Tomatoes? Didn't it get bought out at some point? Uh, good question. Elon Musk. Yeah, maybe. Fandango it bought it. Ah, and I think enough. that's when a lot of those things changed because suddenly there was like oh we could sell tickets <laughs> and i think fandango was owned by warner brothers who owns fandango because <laughs> i remember there was a controversy when nbc universal oh, i don't remember what movie it was but maybe it was suicide squad or justice league or something they they rotten tomatoes made a big deal to schedule the unveiling of the rotten tomatoes score so they held all the reviews until like the night before the release at the last possible second. And then they announced this is the Rotten Tomato score for Justice League. And a lot of people 
thought, oh, maybe Warner Brothers has a stake in Rotten Tomatoes and they're uh, you know, trying to bury some of the negative reviews. And mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. It's not a good process. Should we talk about the Razzies quick? I, I'll, I'll come back to this in a second, the, the After Earth. Uh, the Razzies decided to rescind Bruce Willis's Razzie, which yeah. I don't know how you can do that. They rescinded the it's joke. It's kind of like Chris Rock rescinding the Jada Pinkett Smith joke. Yeah. It's the, the After finding out she had alopecia. Yeah. Right. Right. This is kind of the last um, straw for me for these guys. I'm, I'm out on I'm the not, Razzie. Yeah, can I we think, stop with the Razzie good. game? Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm fine I think with it. so. I think we're gonna. I think we should boycott the Razzies, yeah. just like the Razzies boycotted the Oscars. And yeah, yeah. The Wasatties so, are the only show we recognize. And then fucking Shelley Duvall. They try sneaking Shelley Duvall in there. I know. What the hell was that? Oh, they rescinded Shelley Duvall as well. Yes, oh, from, the, from the Shining. No, no, the damn they were like Stanley Kubrick abused her on set. Oh my god. I hate this. I hate this show. God, they're idiots. Every they, year they get worse. They're, they're fucking losers. It, it actually gets worse. You're right. 100%. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We could uh, come up with another game or something. I don't know. I like this idea of one of us picking like a film for us to, you know, you know, squirm No, here's over. what I think we do. I think next year, the day before the Razzies, we do our own <laughs> award show. Oh, the anti-Razzies. The anti-Razzies <laughs> award show. Don't they just become the Oscars? <laughs> well, our anti-Oscars no, does pick, not become the Razzies. We're going to pick though. the most okay. We're going to pick the, <laughs> the most in the middle. <laughs> middle of the road. <laughs> Who was the most okay actor this year? I middle love that road. idea. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> the most okay. <laughs> what film was the least offensive? <laughs> that is a great idea. Jesus though. Christ. That's funny. That's really good. The eh Oscars. I like that. The Oscars. That's a. Gr- <laughs> we get <laughs> the Oscars. 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 Eh. The Oscars. <laughs> I like this idea. We're doing it. That is. A, that is a great idea. Because we go off on eh movies all. We the just time. find the most middle of the road. All the time. Yeah. That's pretty good. What would have What would have done well last year? Free Guy. For me, yeah, it's, no, no. Best picture of Ant is Spider Man. No Way Home would have been the winner of the Oscars. Yeah, probably. It's damn close because I think Free Guy's a little below that bar. Yeah. Wow, what is the most two and a half star movie of the year? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's not bad though. That's funny. I, I was, by the way, I was having an aneurysm listening to your guys' two cents when you get to Rob's feelings on what the biggest movies are and how those should win. I was losing my fucking shit, man. So was Rob I. is. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> oh, here's my winner. What is it? Uh, Angelina Jolie's Those Who Wish Me Dead. Oh, God. <laughs> That's your winner. That's your winner at the Oscars. No one knows what that is. <laughs> exactly. exactly. No, Wait, it's no. got to be a movie. Adam, it has to be a movie that you would not talk about at the water cooler. I, I, oh, it has to be like <laughs> the most forgettable thing in the world. Yeah. I watched it on a okay. Tuesday. I was like, eh, all right. That's a base hit. It doesn't because like it, <laughs> down the left field line. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> base hit. I like that. It's a one yeah. base. <laughs> right. Let me see, because now I want to go back to my my ranking of 2021 and see what the biggest ant- cry macho. Cry Could macho. that have been a, that ah, that might have been a contender at the Oscars? Who knows? 
Oh, hold on. Where is it? Oh man, twenty twenty one. I mean, right? Belfast obviously has a pretty good shot, but yeah. we couldn't because that was that was nominated at the Oscars, right? Uh, for me, it's probably eh. Antlers. Antlers is pretty eh. The Ice Road. Liam Neeson's The Ice Road. Luca. Yeah, Lucas, that's a good one. Best and, animated feature at the Oscars. Yeah. Swan Song. Oh my god, Swan Song. There you go. There's my choice. Fucking Swan Song. Most middle of the road score. Finch. Tom Hanks wins best a- actor. He's good at that. Movie. The actor. Best actor. Act- oh my god. Oh no. The actors. Our best actors. This is a great idea. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. We're going to bring integrity back to these awards this shows. This is so good. <laughs> There's too many puns. I love it. Uh, wow. Best makeup. Best makeup. Makeup. And hairstyle. Mac- oh my, how, how can we use this? <laughs> I like that. Anyway, yeah, the Razzies. Fuck the Razzies. And, I, and uh, you know, shout out to Will Smith. Shout out to Will Smith. I, th- this is, I mean, not Will Smith, Bruce Willis. I'm sorry. Shout out to Bruce Willis. Not to Will Smith. Fuck Will Smith. Shout out to Bruce Willis. <laughs> so, what was Bruce Willis's last good movie? Because, like, what? he's not glass. acting anymore. He's done. He's done, yes. Yeah. He has retired. But his glass ain't good. I kind of like Glass. I'd have to see it to let you know. Glass is pretty okay. The most... <laughs> might have won the Oscars that year. Oh, yeah, you think? Yeah, might have. Okay, but most like definitively good? What was that, like Looper? That's a while ago, though. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah probably Looper, huh? Yeah. I'm gonna red? Look at his... Do you like the Red movies? And... <laughs> there you go. And... <laughs> yeah, I've only seen the first one. And... God, he's done a lot of movies in the past five years. Yeah, seriously, I, it's those I, movies that we were talking. The, the 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 pieces of crap that he needed to do to save his family. Right, <laughs> he was saving his family. Yeah, GI Joe bad. retaliation. This is this is what I've been saying, and this is why I want to stop doing the Oscars. I think it, in general is like what we do here is not what the Razzies do. You know, the Razzies laugh at the expense of some of the of those movies and. They actually take like perverse joy out of a movie being actively terrible, which I think what we're doing here is we're trying to find the hidden gems or we're analyzing why something didn't work. And we're not just laughing at it for being bad. We're not just making cheap jokes at something. And I think like we should try to stray away from that because it's it's not a great way to make a living. You know what I mean? It's not a great way to just like laugh at something that someone worked really hard at and just it didn't work, you know? No. It's pathetic, you know, but the, 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 the struggle here is like finding the counselors of the world. That's the thing. You yeah. Know? No, because I, I contend that After Earth is dis- the most interesting thing about it is that it's not very interesting. Yeah. And it was built to all of us as if it was like the most in one of one of the bad Shyamalan movies, like above all those other ones. No, it's it's this one. And it's, it's not even his worst movie and it's not close. No, no, no I agree. With, I actually agree. It's with not that. close. Yeah, no, yeah. Not even close to his worst film. Yeah, I, I think. We've talked about this before, but the worst thing a movie can be is boring. Yeah. Yeah. By, yeah, but by it shouldn't have won a bunch of Razzies, though. I don't know. Like, that was a little harsh. What? Sure. After- Will Smith was not the worst supporting actor of that year. There's no way he was. Probably No, not. and part of the problem with the Razzies is that they aren't objective, and it's not about 
actually like what movie it's it's they're trying to always make some sort of larger commentary on the state of things in True. Hollywood. Mm. And because Will Smith was like the biggest actor at the time and he was trying to make his son a big actor, they were trying to make a statement. That's uh right. But that's the problem with the Razzies is nobody wants their opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no one. Has anyone they really don't. Cared? Yeah, no. Because they're not funny and they're not clever and they're not right most of the time. And usually, by the way, you haven't seen the bad movie. That's the other thing. It's it, and why it's so so boring as it is. It's like look at how smart we are making fun of this movie that nobody has Who seen. Watched Diana the Musical. Last exactly. Year. Maybe a rule for the Oscars is that the movie had to make money. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Even if it was a dollar. <laughs> Just one dollar? One Has to dollar? make money. <laughs> Some sort of baseline. Yeah. In order to qualify. Yeah. Yeah. Even a partial. What about a partial dollar? What if it makes like, like 50 seven, cents? 75 cents. What if it's streaming, though? Yeah. Mm. That's tough. We'll have to talk about this. Oh, we got to figure out the rules here. I love this idea, though. Ooh. I'm really excited about the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only one. <laughs> this is actually a really good idea. How do we judge the winner, though? That's my. That was my big question. Well, we'll, we'll vote. Oh, we. Oh, okay. Well, I think we'll figure. No, I think we'll do a whole war, award show. Put it in the Discord. Oh, maybe the Discord votes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because we can't vote. Yeah, we need no. to assemble. Maybe we the... can vote for ourselves, but like, I think we need more than just us. <laughs> vote for ourselves, obviously. We need to assemble the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh boy, this is too much. <laughs> it just sounds like you're trying to say all of this with uh, Jaden Smith's right, accent. Yeah. <laughs> did, we, did we ever explain the plot of this movie? I guess we don't need to. No, now. We're, we're too far down the rabbit hole here. They crash land and they need to get off. They're on. Yeah, there's giant ants that can smell your fear. And right, the aliens. Yeah. yeah. And they crash Smell land, the and Jaden Smith has to not be yeah. scared. Right. Yep. But That's even right. what I just described sounds a lot more interesting than the movie actually is. Yeah, and like Jaden has to like fight like a little spider that like crawls on his arm, and like none of the creatures are that scary. And like, no, because they're just normal creatures. Yeah, it's kind of just, just like Earth, just... but like a you know a little more deadly. I actually thought a big twist was going to be this because they said like oh all of the animals on this planet have evolved to kill humans i thought the twist was going to be this is earth like a planet of the apes type thing yeah maybe like yeah. this is oh. earth like so far in the future that it's not it's inhospitable yeah but then will smith looks you straight in the face and says this is earth right they do kind of they, <laughs> they get out ahead of that one <laughs> <laughs> literally right ahead of you <laughs> hold on nick we're about to tell you i don't know i feel like you could have seen that like I guess it would have been a good M. Night Shyamalan twist, but you also would have seen it coming, right? Planet probably. of the Apes did that twist already. Yeah. yeah Twists probably. don't have to be surprising to be good, though. M. Night also did it with The Village. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah, that's right. But that's a bad twist. The Village with Earth? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see that movie. <laughs> well, no, but... it Spoilers for The Village. Recontextualizes the setting. I apologize. He, he recontextualizes the setting for you. That's what there, It's like a movie that takes place in like frontier times. And, like, you know, the characters are going about their day, and one of them, like, gets stabbed, and they need medicine, but they have to go to, like, this village miles and miles away in order to get the medicine. And, you know, again, like, everybody's speaking in, like, old English, and they're dressed in, you know, whatever, colonial garb. <laughs> and then by the end of the movie, you realize that, actually, this is a village in the middle of the woods, and it is taking place in modern times. 
Oh, I see. It's just like a group of elders that decided they want to run from the impurities of modern society. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Not bad, that yeah. movie. It's all right. You can so, do a lot worse. It's okay. It's 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 it was I think the first time where M Night was viewed as like oh maybe he's not this perfect director but it's really not that bad. By the way, Nick, did you see the Death on the Nile movie? The latest? Uh, did you not see yet? That? Oh no, I watched it this week. Yeah, good. Uh, I figured out the mystery like well at the beginning of the movie. Like I figured it out immediately. You've read the book, right? Yeah, I mean it's a Agatha Christie. It's you sh- I mean if they're faithful to the story. Yeah, it's very obvious. obvious. Yeah. Very obvious. Spoiler, who is it? I'm not going to say. Please tell me. No, because I'm not going to watch it. Y'all can watch it. How's the movie? Oh, by the way, a, a, an early contender for the Oscars. Seems that early <laughs> contender. Are you, sh- are you sure? <laughs> I don't know, Nico. Did you <laughs> write that one down? <laughs> Ryan Death on the Night. That, that, I think, might be the overwhelming best picture. I don't know. Did you watch The Atom Project? I did. I did not. Is Ooh. that another one? Ooh. I can't possibly imagine a more eh movie ever uh, being made for, 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 from now until the end of time. Yeah. The, Death on the Nile was weird, though, because like, it's Brana coming off of an Oscar win. Well, it was and made. And it's all these stars. It was supposed to come out like last year. Yeah, it was made and they, way prior. So. Yeah, and they buried it because of Army Hammer. Weird cast. I don't weird know. cast. I'm interested in the fact that they're like remaking all of these Agatha Christie movies again they're just going through that whole list again for some reason what do you think about at this previous oscars two of the stars of wild wild west won trophies on oscar night i guess that's right will smith at kenneth Branagh. ah interesting little tie there you think they chilled out afterwards and talked about their <laughs> their great times on the set of wild wild west and i don't think they were chilling yeah <laughs> with john the getting one was chilling after the oscars <laughs> last week that, they were both been pro- most drugs taken last oh week <laughs> like after that event people just went home and just did a shit ton of drugs i think so yeah mm. jada let him watch yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> adam <laughs> holy shit <laughs> uh, i'm gonna hop over and slap you right now <laughs> Keep Will's wife's name out your fucking mouth. Uh, All right, let's play a game. How many Drew Carrots? Will Smith edition, right? I guess so. Have we I done Will? We've done. I don't think we've ever done Will Smith. We didn't do it for Wild Wild West. I don't remember. Ooh, did we? We might have. I don't yeah, know. Must have done that. Maybe we did Brana that day. I'm not sure. No way. No, it must have been Will. Who else could it have been? John Peters. <laughs> I guess we can do M Night. Yeah. Have we not done M Night before? I don't think so. Definitely not. No. The, okay. the only other M Night movie we've ever done on here was Lady, Lady in the Water. Water. Yeah, I don't even think we played this game back then. Not, not back then. No. That was Adam's first episode. Yeah, it was. yeah. Which, I mind you, got. I actually just want to really quick to throw this out there. We are rapidly approaching seven years. Don't say of this, this program. Yeah, Please I was like, Nico's not going to respond well to the to these words. Seven years, seven rapidly years. approaching seven in the next years. two seven, weeks, maybe 
Don't appreciate that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. Do you yeah, know maybe we should do is? seven. <laughs> two seven. Oh my god. You want that was actually the first movie we watched. Oh, for movie night. Yeah. <laughs> for movie night, wow. which turned into this podcast. How poetic. By the seven. Way, by the way. Yeah. Movie night might be making a comeback. Really? Ooh. I've been in some early talks. With whom? Some early negotiations. Well, I need to. I need. I've been in some talks. Movie night might be making a comeback. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I I got word the other day. There's some interest. Interesting. There's some interest. I like it. With people that you actually like. <laughs> it seems like it seems like your, your Here's friend the group. Nico will let it. a homeless man. <laughs> Nico will let a homeless man into his house if if he promises to watch a movie with him. Oh, I agree. I completely agree. But like. <laughs> It just seems like Nico's the, the the friend group is complicated to say the least. <laughs> Let's really not get into this. Now. Very. We don't need to do a red table talk today. <laughs> I'd love to do a red table talk. <laughs> yes, a mutual friend of ours expressed interest in in movie night. Was it Adam's girlfriend? No. No. <laughs> no. I would have known about that. Uh, a mutual friend of yeah, ours. We'll talk off air. Relax. Let's get to it now. Jesus. Uh, M. Night. Okay, so uh, Drew Pretty Carey. Pretty soon we'll be talking about your open relationship, Adam. Oh, all right? God. Tread lightly. Hey, calm down. Tread lightly, my friend. Join us in the open relationship, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Carey worth $190 Adam's million. fucking smack me. I'm just trying to keep this train wreck moving forward. Yes! I love when he went, yes! (laughs) Wasn't that the best part? (laughs) Keep my what? It was the G.I. Jane joke. (laughs) Yes! Uh, Who's the person? I don't know. M. Night. M. Night. Let's do M. M. Night. Night. Okay. All right. So M. Night's financing his own films now. Yes. yes, which is. is which makes this interesting. Hmm. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. Could we round out the month of April with M Night movies? The last of his movies. Could we do the happening and Last Airbender? Oh, that's a painful one for me. Last Airbender. Mm. I have not seen the Last oh, Airbender. That's we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need that's to, to watch the Last Airbender, the Avatar series, the Last Airbender, and then watch. I think oh, he needs yeah, some you, content, yeah, or at least watch do. the first season. Yeah, I mean, I know they mispronounce all the names, but like, no, it's it's. You have to. Here's the thing, Adam. You, you don't have to, to watch fall, the whole thing. Just watch the first. season. No, you need to fall in love with the show, which anybody who watches it will. Right. And you need that that high in order to suffer that crushing, <laughs> painful kill. But like, isn't it like you need that perspective of the person that had, does not have. I don't know. Hmm. Do you th- <laughs> No. No. I think you need to go through the same thing that Nick and I went through as young boys. This well, is I'm like a justification like, oh, well, if I watch the movie, it'll color my opinion. Right. It's so like, Larry King thing that's again. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, <laughs> supposed to read the book. I didn't read your book. I <laughs> well, I watched the movie. I'll be honest. I didn't read your book. As long as I watched <laughs> the movie. The first sentence of every interview. <laughs> Uh, no, as long as I watch the movie, it's fine. It's the movie. We're talking about the... No, I think you need to... I, I think you need to... How many episodes in the first season of Avatar? Like 20? Like 10. 
I think it's more than that. Mm. Well, once you watch one, it's like a bag of Lay's chips. You're just going to finish the whole thing. It's that good, huh? It's the best. But I'm not a little boy. I didn't. I didn't watch it when I was a kid. That is true. No, it's it's good. Nick, we were ten years old when we watched that show. Holy for the first shit! Time. We were ten. Oh, to be it's a great 10 show again. Oh, it's the great best. show. Uh twenty episodes. Holy fucking shit! Twenty five minutes apiece. Yeah, you're done in ten hours. <laughs> I think you need to watch the first season because the the movie is based on the first season. They condensed the first season into one. And I definitely think you need the context. Hmm. Hmm. Let's try it by the end of the month. Why didn't you watch Death Note? I watched two episodes of Death Note. No. Yeah, he didn't let it get good. Didn't grab me. I'm sorry. But I watched the movie too, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. See, the first two episodes, little, uh, all you did was get introduced to a magic book and a big weird guy. Of course, you didn't like it. Right. It gets fuck good when shit, it gets dude. good when it gets into a political drama with him and L. That's where it gets good, dude. Fuck that bullshit. Ugh, you're magic fool. books and flying goblins and shit. Yeah, Nico, I'm seeing a little bit of a double standard here. I don't know. I don't know. I think you can try it. I think we can be the do better it. man, Adam. Be, be the, the better, better man. man. Yeah, <laughs> don't be, be like Nico. Man. Yeah, be the better man. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we could do some more M Night this this month. Yeah, let's try. I'd like to do I'm the not happening. Against it. Uh, the happening is one we've discussed for a while, and uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, M Night net worth. What do we got? <sighs> Finances is in the movies now. I'll put him at just under Drew Carey. So Drew Carey's 190. I'm gonna put him at like 175. So we'll say like you know 0. 0.9. Is Drew Carey 190 now? I think he's like. Yeah. 230 by now. Oh my probably. god. Whatever. No, I'm going uh, M. Night's worth 100 mil. 100 mil. Uh, I was going to go much lower, so I will. Uh, I will say 50 million dollars for M. Yeah. Night. So 50, 100, and 175. However, I was prepared to go even lower. Wow. <laughs> A dollar. Wow. The actual net worth of M. Night Shyamalan, one of the best in the biz, really, is... Eighty million dollars. That means Adam Hall, you just Ooh. won this week's edition of Close Though. How many? Drew Carey. I feel like I haven't won in ages. I know. It's been a while. I used to be like the king of this thing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I used to be the king of this and the Razzies. I've been dethroned. I'm ashamed to admit I used to be the king of the Razzies. You know, I'm I'm ashamed to admit that I was part of that organization for so long. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's what we got coming. Maybe some M Night movies. We'll see. We'll talk about it off air. There is also a film coming out this month called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah, it is uh, <laughs> being released wide. I believe the third week of April. And we're going to have to cover that on this year's program. <laughs> I was hoping, like, I know you guys were all excited, but we're actually not going to cover it. So so that's that. No, we're doing it. <laughs> uh, Nick Cage getting phenomenal reviews, if you yeah. trust what Rotten Tomatoes has to say. Really excited for that one. Um, and that's it, I think. Yeah, I think we're good. Nick, how's Barry? I uh, finished it so far. Isn't it Love like it. the best show? Barry's great. Wait, so I, I was thinking about this. Like, Barry, eight episodes a season. Remember right. when, like, I, I started rewatching the X Files again. 
yeah uh a little bit like 24 episodes a season in the nonsense. 90s nonsense right right and then i was watching monk came out in the mid 2000s 16 episodes a season nonsense we have ev- nearly every decade cut the number of episodes in a season in half I yeah. mean, by 2030, we're going to have one episode seasons. Yeah. Look at TV Twin Peaks season two. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah that's, well, yeah. Tw- Twin Peaks is an outlier. Yeah. No, that's true. I was thinking about that with Barry, too. I, I love that show. I'm in love with that show. Why it's is it so short? one of my favorite short? shows on TV. I, I've spent nine cumulative hours with Barry in my life. Right. Nine hours have been spent with Barry. I, I don't understand why it can't be longer. You could literally just put them on more hits. Oh. <laughs> like there's there's plenty to do. Right. And also like there's been three years in between seasons. The last season right. hasn't aired in three years. What season are they on? Three? This is season three airing this year. Yeah. 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 Barry. I still haven't watched I, it. You love it. It's great. Yeah, it's funny. I, I love how they just... first. <laughs> <laughs> my my two favorite things is um is it Noho Hank and Barry? Both just keep surviving through the most inexplicable nonsense. <laughs> he's your teacher, but he's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Hank like Sonny and Cher say, it's on you, babe. <laughs> it's on you, babe. <laughs> he's so good. Fucking Hank, dude. No, ho Hank. So good. All right, Barry coming this month. Better Call Saul coming back this month. Oh, my God. I'm watching this show on Apple TV Plus right now called Slow Horses. Fucking sick. It's like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy with Gary Oldman, except all the spies are fuck ups and they fuck shit up. <laughs> it's so good. It's fucking great. Is it a comedy? What is no, it? it's a drama, but uh-huh. it's awesome. Gary Oldman is like a drunk who farts a lot. So fucking good, dude. <laughs> spy drama. TV's great. Movies are great. Love but it. Why is why is TV getting so short? Because uh, I, I mean, I know now. back in the because now you have a script and it's like we're gonna make this movie. Except no, we're not. We're gonna make it as a TV show. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. I do you think that we're just reaching a point where movies and TV just blend and they they don't exist separately anymore? I think they're we're just, at that point. It, yeah, I, I kind of here. Agree. I do kind of agree with that point. Yeah. yeah, is that is that just what it's going to be though? It's just going to be like we have five hours of footage and it's just going to be five episodes and that's it. Yeah, I think we're there already. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, Woody Allen had a, a script called uh, "A Murder in Five Acts." I think is what that thing was called. <laughs> a drama Great in title. five acts, something like that. I don't know what it Great was. Title. And he just took a script and he chopped it up into five different episodes and he made it as a TV show, yeah. like. Yeah, it's kind of neat. I guess know? it's nice because there's no time. Time is not a factor anymore. Yeah, it's good oh, and bad. It's in a way, bad. yeah. But, but that was part of the controversy, like the debate about you know how do you define this type of thing with like uh, Twin Peaks: The Return and stuff like that. Right. How it's like it's long like television, but it behaves like a movie, and you know. Yeah, yeah. weird man. Uh, Inland Empire, by the way, getting a re-release in theaters. Have you seen it in the Empire? I haven't. I've seen it. We may need to go see that in the theater on the big screen. Oh my god! I know. I mean, geez, do I want to sit through that one again? Might be a fun afternoon. What? That's a that's a hell of a watch, man. I may have to drop acid for the first time. And just that is. In you Empire. don't need to drop acid. Just watch the movie. <laughs> that is a that's a movie. That's a that's a heck of a movie. <laughs> 
All right, that's it. Uh, love you. Uh, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Until next time, <laughs> you've all been so very, very naughty. Oh, God. Naughty. naughty.